throw your motherfucking Cincinnati hats in the Welcome to my podcast. My name is Bobby Long, and I'll be your host. The podcast is called Bucket Drop. Of course, there are a lot of tough guys in the NHL today. Ryan Reeves, Tom Wilson, Jamie Alexiak, uh, Wayne Simmons. I can name a bunch, but let's face it, enforcers are a dying breed. Back in the early 2000s, I would always laugh at people that would come and see me and, uh, yeah, I'm not watching hockey anymore. Uh, it's become too much of a business. And uh, Anyways, I, I still loved it. I still had guys like uh, Ty Domi, Tucker, Barnaby running around, causing havoc. Some of my fondest memories are getting together with my friends and uh, watching the uh, Habs and uh, Toronto rivalry. And even though I didn't like Tucker, actually he was like public enemy number one in uh, Montreal, um, I still like the characters. And uh, I think that's what's lacking in today's hockey, to be honest with you. It's the characters. For God's sakes, uh, there was a guy called Boogeyman in the league. And uh, speaking about Barnaby earlier, if you've never seen a Barnaby tribute video or a highlight video, get on that. I think everybody wanted to tune in, uh, obviously to watch the game, but also uh, to see these characters that would piss you off. Uh, it would start conversations with your friends, and uh, you'd get in arguments uh, about the refs not making a call because he did a dirty slash behind the play, etc. But I remember going to uh, the Bell Center and seeing the fans go absolutely bananas when uh, Commissarek and Lucic would square up. Since then, uh, there's been different rules put into place to... Uh, try to eliminate fighting so uh the instigator rule kind of was the starting of the end for fighting because uh, you couldn't just go and grab a guy that was uh, beating on a smaller player and start fighting with him no i'm going on a bit of a rant but uh i honestly will tune into four or five games a year but maybe because uh simply for the fact that i was never a skilled player i, I like to watch the rough stuff and uh, let me tell you i was introduced to the toughness of hockey or hockey fighters, that is, uh, in a pretty uh, weird way. So uh, just to give you a little uh, backstory, um, so uh, growing up I played uh, minor hockey in Cornwall, Ontario. I bounced around from AA to B to A. I mean, I wasn't uh, an all-star by any means. But I basically quit hockey for a good uh, seven years, I believe, and uh, focused on academics. I went to uh, the University of Ottawa. Later on in life, I actually uh, moved back to my hometown, I got, got asked to play pickup a few times, and I ended up playing for uh, my family business. I got out a few times and uh, started playing pickup hockey. Uh, one thing led to another, and then I was started playing uh, once a week, and then uh, I could see that my skill was getting better. Like, I had no cardio when I started off. I had to relearn how to skate somewhat. I know that everybody says it's like riding a bike, but uh, we would often go to the bar after games, and uh, one of the guys from the other team, I ran into him. His name is Mitch, hell of a player. He tells me, you know what? Uh, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but he was just telling me, he's like, Manny, do you know how annoying you are to play against? I was 27 at the time, so uh, this really boosted my confidence because, you know, I never really thought of myself as a great player. I was always, like, growing up, like, whatever, fourth defenseman, sixth defenseman or whatever, but I guess, I, whatever, this is a good ego boost, you know. And uh, later that year, uh, I learned that uh, a semi-pro hockey team was moving to town, and uh, I had never played junior or anything, and... Uh, this guy saying this to me, I guess, kind of, I didn't go to my head, but I started thinking, you know, like if I start working out and doing some cardio, maybe I'd be, uh, maybe I'd be a decent player, you know, like obviously the shot part, you know, you can't just fix that overnight. And I didn't go uh, Sidney Crosby style and start taking a bunch of slap shots. Anyways, I went to watch a few games and uh, it was an absolute gong show, you know, fights every period. Uh, but uh, the lower caliber players were not much better than me. 
I worked my ass off at the gym. It was kind of, I guess, pathetic a little bit maybe, but I sent a bunch of emails to the coach saying that I wanted to join the team and uh, asking if I can get an invite to uh, tryouts. And I, I wasn't going to lie. He asked me what the highest level of hockey I played, and I said traveling team. Uh, luckily, he was a nice guy, and uh, Angelo, and uh, he invited me out. And at this time, the star of the league was uh, actually playing on this team. His name is Pierre Dagenet. And uh, if you're a hockey fan, you might recognize his name. Um, he actually played for the Habs, and and uh, he was getting like freaking ten goals a game in this league uh, the, the year before, because uh, they had won the championship, right? And uh, he they were just killing guys, and you know they they ran the the league also with intimidation. Like they had like ten goons on the team. I think he had a record like for never missing a shootout goal um, when he was in the NHL. So I mean. So anyways, in tryouts, I think I made a good impression. I'm hitting everything that moves. But at the same time, I know that like, they got their teammates. So I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers, really. I'm not trying to uh, get in anybody's business too bad. Just hitting a lot. Uh, because these guys might be my teammates as well. So, And uh, at the last practice or, or tryout, they bring a bunch of sticks, helmets, and gloves into the room for us to try. I'm like, fucking right. You know, like I, I never got free shit, so... You grab two sticks, a pair of pants, and uh, away we go. The guys on the team were actually laughing. They were getting a kick out of it, but at the end of practice, I got some bad news that I was cut. Oh, well, no biggie, but I didn't I didn't get any kind of message, you know, you know, we'll call you up if we need you or anything like that. That's kind of the part that I was kind of, I guess, a little disappointed with. It's like anything else, right? I'm not going to cry over spilt milk, but a few guys on the team came up and told me, you know, I might get called up and whatever. I never did, but. Until uh, one faithful day, uh, not by this team though, but in uh, the same league. So, I got a call from a buddy of mine. His name's Max, a great friend from high school. He got selected 70th overall in the OHL in uh, 2001, and actually a good draft year. I think uh, Jeff Carter got drafted that year. He shared the net for the Erie Otters. He also played for the Cornwall Coach, which is our local junior A team. He gets a call from one of the players on this team. They're called the Warriors. Uh, this is the team I tried out for. Right? He gets asked to play Nets for the for an opposing team that would play against the Warriors that night. So let me explain to you what happened. So this is the minor leagues, right? So teams are folding left and right. You know, the owners run out of money. Uh, not enough fans go to the games. The team that were supposed to play the Warriors in Cornwall folded. The league actually created a new team called Delaware Federals. In all honesty, it was kind of a joke, uh, the jerseys didn't have fighting straps or nothing, which I've never played with fighting straps because, like I said, in minor league, or sorry, in minor hockey, there was not really any fights. When Max tells me the story that this team is here and they ask them to play goalie, he says, obviously, fuck no, right? But he knew that I tried out for that other team. And uh, he gives me a call and says, hey, man, this team that uh, just basically just got made up are looking for players. Would you play? And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I've never played for money. I call... The guy that called Max, and he tells me, uh, yeah, man, do uh, you want to play? And he asked me what's the highest level of hockey that I've played. And I tell him, you know, A, but, you know, like I play a lot of pickup hockey, and I don't mind the rough stuff. And he says, yeah, well, don't worry about that. You know, it's not going to be a rough game. We're just thankful that some players are playing. And, uh, yeah, there's not going to be fights or anything like that. We just need to fill the crowd because uh, the game had actually been announced in the papers and whatnot. And obviously it would make the, the league look like kind of a joke if uh, they didn't have an opposing team to play against. I mean, most of the guys on the team were getting paid, I think, for the fight and stuff like that. But uh, anybody could have really played in this game. I mean, you could have played uh, Junior B. You could have played anything. I didn't ask for the details about uh, money or anything like that. I was just trying to get into the game. But he did tell me, yeah, like, uh, 
you're going to get a hundred dollars at the end of the game, and uh, there's going to be beer and pizza in the room or something like that. Show up to the rink. As soon as I show up, there's a sheet. All the names on the sheet are like six feet tall. OHL, Europe, Pro, whatever. So I just lie because I mean I, I want to be able to play, you know, and I don't want to be sitting on the bench the whole time. So I write Junior B. So I stretch the truth a little bit, but not too far, you know. Obviously, my status was not the best uh, when the coach was making up the lines. You know, I'm a defense. I'm five foot eight and three quarters. I listed five nine. But I wrote I was defense from Junior B because I'm not going to play forward and look like an absolute moron. I get basically put down as the fifth defense because we only had five Ds. So uh, this is hard to remember, but on my very first shift, all I'm thinking is high and off the glass, high and off the glass. And uh, Pierre Dagen the former NHL Canadians, this is my first shift. He gets the puck, and I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And uh, he's coming down on my side. I'm, la- I'm on the left side. What am I going to do? Because this guy's got a fucking bullet of a shot. I play him to the outside, and I rub him out. I might have tried to hit him, but it wasn't really a hit because he's like six foot five. So it's just a rub out. Anyways, this must have been embarrassing for him, you know, because like I'm a nobody, right? By the way, like I said, he's a super nice guy. During all the training camp with the Warriors, he was like giving me advice and shit, but whatever. It, it was kind of weird. I guess I guess you don't hit this guy, you don't touch this guy because they had so many goons on the team. Like, touch this guy and you're fucking dead. But I didn't know all this shit, right? So we get the puck back. I don't know if I touched it or not, but. While I'm skating into the offensive zone, I'm on the left side. My defense probably made a super nice tape-to-tape pass. But I get bumped behind the head, and I know it's a stick. What happened is uh, he'd come up behind me, I guess from the rub-out. He wasn't happy, and I didn't see him coming. And he just cross-checked me behind the head, like, real fucking hard. It didn't hurt, but anyways, I turn around. He's asking me to fight. Like, like, I should be asking you to fight, right? Anyways, he's got a pretty thick French accent, and I'm not making fun of French accents. I'm just trying to say the, the story, I, I'm actually French, that's my uh, my mother tongue, so, you know, do you want to fight, do you want to fight, and uh, I don't think twice, I mean, I just got cross-checked behind the head, right, like, I, I didn't get a call on the player or nothing, so, I dropped the gloves right away, I think he might have been surprised, like I said, he's six foot five, right, and we went at it, he definitely got the better of me, I would say, but I stood in there, you know, I got I got some buddies in the crowd that were watching, and they said, yeah, he did all right, you know, I, I don't think I did that well, he actually... So I'm told had hurt his hand a little bit just from punching me in the face so many times. So I'm like, go back to the box. You know, I'm like, I'm winded as hell. I think I lost the fight. And, uh, you know, I was just ho- happy when he, he finished because, I mean, he must have just ran out of ran out of gas. And I was completely out of gas after, like, the first, like, 10 seconds. Might have only lost 10 seconds. I don't fucking know. I was so tired and out of shape. I think I got a few in, but, you know, I'm not sure, to be honest. Anyways, this is their start, right? So he shouldn't be fighting at all. Even if it's against a little guy like me. So, I get five minutes. I got in my first hockey fit. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm not good at this either. So, we're both in the box at this point. While I'm in the box, their goon, he's just a huge, like, 300 pounds guy. It's not really that scary to look at. Just, like, his shape and whatnot. But just, I know he's tough because I've seen, I, I've been in games before, right? When I say that, he, yeah, he looked tough. But, I mean, he wasn't, like, all jacked. Like, he didn't look like he was on steroids or nothing like that. So, he skates up to the box, taps the glass with his stick and says, you're fucking dead kid and uh, he gets a penalty for this so so now we're actually on the power play i think we scored on that power play too so uh but i'm public enemy number one in my own city that's the craziest thing because i was wearing advisor and stuff like that. i don't think anybody's recognized me where you know like why would they think a guy from our city is like playing for the delaware federals right oh yeah and it's shit i forgot i forgot to mention i, I had actually invited my parents so um, they were witnessing this craziness so this big goon is yelling at me from the penalty box and telling me he's going to kill me 
I'm trying to make sense of this whole thing because it was supposed to be a friendly match, right? So I'm arguing with him in the penalty box because he's like, dude, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I'm arguing, like, like being logical. Like, man, I didn't even do anything. Like, I got cross-checked behind the head. I'm obviously not going to just take that, right? I, and I thought it was over at this point, but I guess you can't touch the stars in this league. So I'm like, man, I'm going to do it again. Finally, after my 10 minutes is up, or five, uh, sorry, five minutes, I, I don't know. I go to the bench. My whole team is congratulating me and big high fives and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't even win the fight. What are you talking about, you know? But anyways, they're just like, no, but you, you, you know, you're a legend, fuck. You, you showed up, you know, like good job and shit, right? However, the fans from Cornwall, actually, so this is my hometown, they're chirping me and like just chirping the shit out of me. They're telling me stuff like, you just got dummied. So I turn around and I'm like, fuck, dude, I know who you are, man. I live here, you know? And I recognize him from our men's league, you know? And like, so he's like, oh, sorry, man, sorry, man. Yo, yo, uh. You know, he, he turned into a puppy dog. You know, oh, you're a legend. You know, you're on uh, you're on hockey fights for life now. You know, you're. I didn't even know what hockey fights was at the time, like hockeyfights.com. I play my next shift. Nothing crazy happens. I get a decent shot on goal actually, which I was like fucking right, but. And uh, from the point, I actually start playing decent hockey. Every time I skate by their bench, I'm getting uh, death stares. You know, but whatever. I kind of tune this out because I'm not a big tough guy. I'm not gonna start. And plus, my, my, my trash talking is terrible. So the score is like 3-3 at this point. I'm starting to play hockey. I'm making great good breakout passes and stuff. I'm like, man, I could actually maybe play in this league, you know? But one of their smaller fighters uh, actually starts skating down the ice with me. And uh, he's talking about you, you know? He's just telling me, like, yo, you have to fight me, man. You're fucked, you know? Like, you, you got to fight me. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not fighting you. What? But he's relentless, you know? And then he's just telling me, he's like, he's like man, he's like, if you don't fight me, I'm going to fucking just jump you. I've had enough. I'm actually pissed off. I'm like, I don't want to fight, you know? Like, I'm, I remember how tiring it was fighting the first time, you know? I, I don't think I could ever do a boxing match, by the way. Those guys are fucking tough, uh, cardio-wise, and just tough in general. But I just had enough, and I'm like, man, you know what? Fuck this. And I'm so pissed that I got to fight. I take my helmet, and I actually smashed it. So, like, I took it, threw it on the ice. The visor, everything, I think everything blew up, and, uh, I had to wear a visor because I wasn't uh, an ex-like uh, pro player. So take off my gloves. We square up. So he does the first move. He reaches in. But for, for a little guy, I got pretty long reach. So um, I throw the punches first because I think I've always been t- told that, you know, throw the first punch. So uh, we, th- we start spinning around. And it it was mostly like a wrestling match. Toward the end of the fight, I landed a good uppercut. And uh, I think it stunned him a little bit. My shirt had actually come off. And uh, I hadn't watched enough hockey fights, but I should have just been throwing a lot more bombs after that. But in all honesty, I, I don't remember all this. I, I might have been really tired. So I ended up wrestling him to the ground. I might have won, but he might say the same thing uh, about the fight. So who knows? Anyways, it wasn't uh, it wasn't like the greatest fight of all time. It might have been a draw. So fast forward, period ends. 3-3 three to three or 3-2, three to two, like I said, I don't remember. I'm in the dressing room. One of their players, who happens to be a distant cousin from my mom's side, comes and meets me in the room. I have no shirt at this point because all my shit's on the ice. And, oh, yeah, and by the way, at the end of the fight, um, by the way, if you ever get in a fight in uh, one of these leagues, uh, they pick up your equipment for you, which is it's pretty nice, right? Um, I didn't know that because after the fight, I was, like, winded, like, <gasps> and I'm, like, looking around for my gear, trying to pick up my gloves because this is my shit, right? Like, this is my gloves. This is... This is my, my stick, you know, I don't, I don't want to lose it. I didn't pay, you know, like, the team's not paying for this, so I'm grabbing myself like, the rest time. I'm like, no, 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 don't worry, you're going to get it back, you're going to get it back. So, like I said, sorry, my cousin comes and talks to me in the room, but he's like, man, you're crazy, you know, and uh, he's saying all the boys in the room are laughing about it because uh, 
they knew me, right, from the training camp, stuff like that. And they're like, yo, but it's over now, man. We had a good laugh, you know. Um, and he had told the guys to calm down, and uh, their big goon was not going to come after me. But, like, you got to remember, my parents were in the crowd, right? My dad, I actually worked for him. Uh, he, he comes down, and this is the part that sucks in the story. And I think a lot of people from town actually don't even know this happened. I think they just thought I ran away with my, my, uh, my tail between my legs and whatever. I, I knew that I wasn't going to get in a fight again, actually, so... I was like, whatever, fuck, you know, and, and the guys on my team are all calling me a hero, and like, oh, man, he did fucking awesome, but my dad, um, he knows the Civic, right, this is where we're playing the game, because, I mean, we play it, we play there all the time, and uh, he comes down to the dressing room, and he goes through the tunnel and whatnot, and uh, he says, man, you need your face for your job, you know, you know, you, you gotta meet clients, and like, fuck, like, look at your face, because I had, like, a fat lip a little bit from the, the dash in that fight, right, and uh, my, my team's here, and my dad, and stuff like that, and, uh, you know, that even the trainer, trainer who's supposed to, like, take care of our well-being and whatnot, he's like, oh, he can't go, he can't go, we need him and stuff, you know. And uh, the guy that was, I guess, maybe, like, the captain for that night, he's, like, he's begging me to stay. And it's funny because this guy's, like, fucking six foot two. And no one else had the team had fought, right? So, but it really sucked, you know. But he, my dad, or I'll call him my boss right now, he's telling me I don't have a job on Monday if I fight again, right? I think the game was on a Saturday. So I'm like, fuck, I might be making $100 tonight. I might not even see any money, and actually, I didn't get paid because I left, right? But at the same time, it was kind of embarrassing because, you know, Daddy came and got you in the dressing room, and uh, I, I mean, I knew I was going to make a career of it anyway, so I'm like, fuck it, you know, like, my job that's paying me, like, is a lot more important, right? One of my buddies in town are having a party. I don't really feel like staying around at the rink because, you know, I'm going to see people I know and whatnot and have to explain why I'm leaving, so I guess not being a really good teammate, but I mean... I already had to leave, so I take off and go to a party, come into the party, and uh, these buddies that actually came to the game, you know, um, so I basically come in, and I get a hero's welcome, you know, everybody's laughing, and everybody's like, yeah, man, good job, good job, and uh, I'm thinking in my head, I got my ass kicked, you know, why are you guys popping my tires, you know, but they're like, no, man, you did good, fuck, you got an uppercut, all right, you know, this, that's cool, you know, it was a good feeling, so I'm not going to drag the story out too much, um, because, I mean, like some hockey fighters have gotten like, like a thousand fights or more. But this was like my 15 minutes, so I guess I'm going to talk about it today, and I'm not going to talk about it again later, so I'll tell you the full story, right? So anyways, I go back to doing my 9-to-5 job, but then I get a few offers from some teams, like like shit teams in that league, I guess took notice, uh, because the fighting is what draws a lot of the crowd, right? And that's kind of why I'm not a big fan of the new NHL, because I mean, like I used to go to these games to, to watch shit happen, right? Just it doesn't matter if it's... It doesn't matter if it's a fight, but uh, to see those annoying players that were getting on people's names, because I think if I would have actually focused on hockey hard, um, I would have never been an enforcer. I mean, I'm not ever claiming to be that tough. I probably won 50% of my fights, lost 50%, because I got in a lot more fights after that just in men's league. And, but I think I would have been more of like that that rat guy, the guy that would get under your skin, but that could also fight. My, my hero has to be a guy like Barnaby. Anyways, so I getting I ended up getting a call from a couple teams, and uh, I'm turning a, a few a few down obviously because of what had just happened. But yeah, I kind of got the itch, right? Because like crowds, crowds like chirping you, and uh, you you know you got uh, you got the adrenaline, and I didn't do that bad in the fights and stuff like that. So I I get a call. I don't remember how this went down from a, a team called the Cape Cod Bluefins, and I ended up getting in two fights in that game. Uh, it was in Watertown, New York, New York. The first one wasn't much of a fight, to be honest. Um, I, I I lost that fight. I, I get on the ice, and uh, one of their enforcers, I, like, first freaking shift, 
and he comes up to me, he says, uh, his name's Corey Bellamy, shout out, good guy. I didn't know much about him, but I found out pretty quick that uh, he punches hella fast. So he asked me, just like a regular conversation center, right? He's not mean or nothing. Like, these guys are all good guys, right? And uh, he's, he's also quite a bit bigger than me, like probably six foot two or something like that. He says, uh, you know what, you want to go? You know, and I'm like, how the fuck does this guy even know who I am? He's like, well, I heard you like to fight and stuff. I'm like, something like that. And he says, like, all right. I'm like, you want to play a shift? He's like, no, let's just go, you know. He says, center ice. I'm like, all right, whatever, you know. And uh, the reason that the podcast is called Bucket Drop is because obviously you can't do this in the NHL anymore, which is, I don't know how fighters would actually think about this, uh, but it's not safer, obviously, without a helmet. But the visor is definitely because you're punching a guy in the visor, but I'm a meathead too, right? So it's like Rocky, right? We go to center ice, and I'm like, this guy's bigger than me, but I mean, I fought guys that were bigger than me. We drop the gloves, drop the helmet, you know, the crowd's going wild and whatever, but they start playing that song, you know, why can't we be friends? Which is funny, because I was a big Simpsons fan, and uh, when Homer was fighting that Tyson uh, lookalike in the, the Simpsons episode, that that was the song that he walked out to. So, I mean, I'm thinking about all this while I'm about to get, like, in a fight with, uh, like, a, like, one of their enforcers, right? Anyways, this these guys are trained killers, right? Like, they, they've got knuckles bigger than my face. And uh, without protecting my face like an idiot, I just knew, okay, well, I'm I'm smaller, right? And uh, I remember watching a guy called uh, Francis Bouillon. I knew that you had to get on the inside, right? Cause, uh, and, but how do I get on the inside? I've never taken boxing or anything. So I do, like, I try to do, like, this fake-out move, you know, with probably really bad head movement. And uh, even, like, I'm not protecting my face or nothing, right? I don't, I'm not in a boxing stance or nothing. I try to grab his jersey. As soon as I go to reach for his jersey, without even protecting my face like a fucking idiot, he throws a right bomb that I didn't even see coming, uh, which I wasn't looking at his at his at his shoulders for the for the punch either, right? And he hits me right behind the ear. So if you've ever been punched behind the ear, um, you lose your equilibrium. I got trouble with that word. And I go down on one knee. As I try to get back up, like he didn't hit me when I was down, but when I'm trying to get back up, and I get back somewhat to my feet, but like still like in a leaning down position he throws another bomb right at the same spot so i'm getting absolutely annihilated i probably have a conky so but but i'm not going to sleep right so i drag him to the ground with me he i think he might have landed one more punch or something like that uh, the crowd's going wild i just got dummy so great right Corey was like i said he's a nice guy we get in the box i'm bleeding like a pig from my nose I, it's the first time i broke my nose right he says hey good fight man and that's when I saw the respect for fighters, you know. Very funny video of uh, George LaRock when he says, uh, good luck to the guy uh, right before he fights him. You know, just true gentleman, right? He says, good fight. I'm like, dude, look at my fucking face. And at this time when I'm talking, I got blood leaking into my mouth, right? And he says, he says something like, at least he showed up, right? So the penalty box looks like a fucking murder scene. My nose is bleeding, but not even just blood. It's like just chunks of blood. Eh? Um, so the timekeeper is looking at me and he's like, here, man, and he gives me, like, one of those towels that you wipe your skates with. I make a joke, like, how did I do? You know, he, he starts laughing. Obviously, I knew I didn't do very well. The fans are just destroying me from behind the bench. I can't say nothing back. I, like I said, I'm not a good chirper. So one thing was good, though. Uh, you know, I took my beating, so now I can play some hockey and focus, you know, on actually playing hockey. Like like I said, I might have got a conky, but they don't have a quiet room or nothing like the NHL or uh, a spotter. So, anyways, I play a few shifts, and I actually get an assist. It's still pissing me off, because if you look on my record, it's not too good. Because, I mean, like, I, I got in, like, three games and got in five fights. I uh, got zero points, and 
I don't know, minus what I was, but I think they gave the assist to someone on the team that was like more of a regular, you know, to just boost the stats, you know, because these guys are all playing to play to the next level, so the next level up is like the SPHL, but my assist was like a direct assist, and right, you know, like, I got, I got a beating, but I got an assist, you know, later in the game, like, I'm throwing some good hits, and they're heavyweight, and he comes up to me during the game, and he's, he starts calling me, hey, you want to go, and then uh, this guy looks like a fucking big-ass lumberjack, he's got a full-ass beard, and you know, like I said, 300 pounds, you know, he's got muscles upon muscles, and I'm like, dude, like, look at the fucking size, you fuck off, you know, anyways, apparently he wasn't tolerating me hitting guys for some reason, so at the end of the game, uh, their whole team probably thinks I'm a pussy because, uh, turning down fights because, you know, like, I lost that first one, but I'm the only guy who people are hollering about in the crowd, so I'm getting people going at least, you know, even when I touch the puck, I'm getting booed, so I skate to the front of the net and start screening the goalie at the end of the game because, like, we're trying to win the game, right? One of their defenses, because I'm not saying that refs were homers, but whatever. I'm getting nasty cross checks, like behind the head and stuff like that. And finally, I got enough. I grab this guy and we throw down. And uh, I do pretty well. I hold my own. Um, I've got a decent, decent budget. But like I said, I, I had quit playing hockey for like seven years. So at one point, I lost my balance and fall backwards. And uh, so at the end of the day, like, I mean, I'm fighting with probably a conky from the first fight. I did pretty well in the second one. So I'm like, yeah, well, I kind of redeemed myself, you know. And, I kept this a secret, again, from from my boss at the time, but he found out later on in life. But, um, so I guess my little career, not career, but my little adventure to say that I can kind of understand what hockey fighters go go through a little bit is I got in five fights in three games. And uh, actually the third game, which I'm not going to get into, maybe I'll get into it in a later podcast um, because I met uh, a true tough guy. He was even shorter than me, and he was fighting the heavyweights, and he fought that big heavyweight that I was talking about. And uh, he's the one who actually taught me, you know, like, kid, it doesn't matter how many you win, it just matters how many you show up to. Still, I just learned how fucking tough these guys are, right? This was just my my intro podcast, and uh, what my podcast really I want it to be about is giving recognition to the guys who fight, you know, who bleed for their team. The ones that don't get recognition, right? So these guys in the minor leagues, you know, like they, they got regular jobs, you know. These guys that are just playing for the love of the game. I'm not saying I'm just going to interview fighters. I want to maybe interview like some legends of these uh, lower leagues too. I mean, I'd like to interview some guys from the Federal Hockey League, the East Coast, if we get big enough. And uh, that'll be all thanks to your people's support. So tune in next time. Take care of your K's. Bucket drop. <laughs>